It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Uh, shout out to Houdat Nation as we're going to jump into some Saints here with our friend Mike D. Mike Detillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, uh, all over Louisiana, but uh, obviously South Louisiana with the Saints and the Tigers. And Mike joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. You can watch the show right now on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds show. Um, you're listening to ESPN 1059 the, the Zone, and the show is driven by your next uh, pre-owned or new SUV or truck at Mac Hike in Flowood. That's MacHikeFlowood.com. We're live in the Bank Plus Studio, uh, Mike D. I was uh, we were talking Saints yesterday, and um, boy, what a transition this is going to be without their Hall of Fame coach and Sean Payton. Uh, you're an insider. You know uh, all the stories. Some you can share, some you can't. And I was reading where Zach Streif, uh, when Sean Payton and, and the Saints were going um, through those three straight losing seasons, that uh, you know Sean was always militaristic and on time and everything was buttoned up. And things had gotten lackadaisical within the Saints organization and Streif was talking about how meetings were starting eight minutes late, and it just wasn't the same deal. And he called a meeting with Sean Payton. And he, recogni- he recognized in this piece that uh, I, you know, I was an average player. And he called a meeting with Sean Payton, and as he was going over the things that really concerned him, that this thing wasn't run like Sean had been running it, Sean got a, uh, a notebook pad out and started writing it down which not everybody can do at that ego level. Did you know about that story? And I'd like for, if you did, I'd love for you to expand on it. Yeah, Zach can explain to me that, um, cause we worked together for a couple of years at WWL 
before he got into coaching, and he had sort of explained that it just wasn't him, that there were some others involved in telling Sean, hey, listen, this isn't what it was. What you brought here has sort of changed a little bit. And for Sean to kind of move a little bit closer back to it, and he became a little looser coach, but I, I think he went back to that, you know, be on time. Everything has to be this, this. And I think it was a different attitude. And they also brought in some players that did not fit that culture. Right. And, and he realized that, that they were getting talent, but talent that didn't fit what they were looking to build in New Orleans. And he was given an opportunity to sort of put the blocks back in place. And he was fortunate to. When you talk about in one draft, you come away with Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchak, Marcus Williams, Trey Hendrickson, Alvin Kamara. I mean, that's as good as you can get in one shot. And so it, it really put an oomph back into the team. But I think more so, Sean became a little bit more relaxed coach around his players. You saw him enjoy the game a little bit more than where we had seen him in the past. We could tell by even the interviews and the coaches' shows he would do with us, he was a little bit more playful. But I, I do think that things kind of got a little bit off center, which happens to, to every coach. Mm-hmm. They might not want to admit it, but it happens to everyone in this business. Uh, and even in other businesses, sometimes the total focus isn't there and it sways. It, it really has you take a look at your ego and say, I'm going to change a little bit. But there are certain factors I won't change. And I think Sean was able to do that. And there, there's a lot of people that say, oh, it, uh, I always listen to my people, and, and, but I, I make the final decision. Uh, when I hear people say that, losers in life. Because you know what? When you say that, what you're saying is, yeah, I listen to other people, but I do what I want to do. Sean was able to adapt. There's a difference. There's a difference between listening and understanding and adapting. And I think he did that very, very well. And guess what? We're going through a coach with a similar situation. Dennis Allen gets the job in Oakland. Okay, it's a train wreck all across the board. And I do think he didn't have a lot of control with personnel. In fact, I know he didn't. And things went astray. And he learned from those bad experiences. And so he gets another shot at it. For Sean, it was getting another shot at the apple. And, and look the success they had in 17, oh, 18, 19. No doubt. I mean, yeah. I mean, he ran it through. And it was, but it was taxing last year. I, I think just because of so many different things from the injuries to suspensions to hurricanes that you had to get away for a couple of weeks. 
and I think it taxed him out. But I think the the real thing with coaching is the ability to learn from your mistakes and adapt. Not just, oh, I listen to my people, but I make the final decision. Okay, that might be true, but do you adapt and do you understand? Because they got a lot of people that run their mouth about that and their companies don't work out real well. Uh, it, Some it, was able to make it work. It's a remarkable story. Zach Streif uh, and maybe some other players, as Mike was alluding to, but as Zach acknowledges in this piece, I was an average player, but I had to go to Sean Payton and uh, and, and go through that. Uh, what... I'll tell you, uh, Bo, an, another story with that, and this comes from Drew. And one of the things Drew sort of always believed in is that you can't build upon year to year. And he Drew had a, a a sort of sentiment with him every year is it's a new year and you starting from scratch. You you got to put new blocks, okay, on the foundation. You starting from scratch. Don't tell us anything about we taking from one year to the next. He said, you know, in this business, it doesn't work that way. And he says, you know, it's like that in business, too. Things happen so quickly uh, and so fast and sometimes it's unexpected that when you start a new year, it's like starting from the foundation and you're putting new blocks on the foundation. Now, he said some of those new blocks are old blocks, <laughs> like he was. But he said, you know, I, I think that that was something Sean understood, that you always had to have new blocks on the foundation. And I, I, it makes so much sense when you think about it, not only about football, but about also in life, where we work in the media business, things change rapidly, right? How we communicate with people are totally different today than it was a year ago. Sure. And, and really how it changed five years ago, from five years ago. So I think what drew was saying was that, hey, Sean bought into that. Things are going to change each year, and I got to put new blocks on that cement. And I got to be willing to take chances with younger players that maybe I didn't want to do in the past. Yeah. I wanted the veteran. Uh, but you know what? That younger guy, man, he gives me a, a longer run, and I can adapt him very well to our culture. And I, I think that is a big part of it too, um, of being able to put those, those new blocks in place. <clears throat> and that's something that Sean sort of spoke about, but Drew really talked about a lot. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He is Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager guest line talking Saints. And uh, football season is here. It's a remarkable story of Sean Payton listening to, let's be honest, an average player for NFL standards and gets out a, a, a yellow legal pad or whatever. And they met for 45 minutes and Sean wrote everything down. And Zach Streif, who Mike knows very well, uh, said things changed immediately. And as Mike said, they ripped off four unbelievable seasons of winning again in a, a league where everybody's within a whisker of each other. Mike, I want to switch gears uh, and talk about a guy that you know well and will be celebrated and acknowledged this weekend. Uh, when I was a kid, Sam Mills was part of that unbelievable Saints defense. And we've uh, we've had Ricky Jackson and Pat Swilling on the show. I know you've been around him a million times, but it was a big deal for us. And Sam Mills was part of that group. And Mills will be going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. He passed away in 2005. And even after the Saints, he went on and had a hell of a career with the Carolina Panthers. Can you talk about being around him and what he meant to the New Orleans Saints? Sam was a, um, a great player, but an even better person in life. <clears throat> I would tease him uh, on Monday nights before, you know, the casinos got into play. And I was doing the Monday night show with Buddy Diliberto. Uh, we we had a, a Saints player show at a Mexican restaurant uh, at Cuco's. And um, when Sam was on the team, if they get beat real bad, they send him to do the show. So every time I'd see him, I would tell him, hey, Sam, I knew you guys lost pretty good today. And he, he at first sort of just gave me a glance and, and sort of chuckled. And then, you know, after it happened a few more times, he was like, you know what, you're right about all that. But he was such a great guy, not only a great player, a great guy, tremendous leader. He would talk to you like he knew you 20 years. And I I was amazed at it, you know, about just how comfortable. And, well, I think some people aren't comfortable in their own skin. So they, they, they play another part. They play, they act like someone else, okay? Um, A lot of people don't want to admit it, but there are a lot of people like that. Um, Sam was real comfortable in his own skin. Sam was five foot eight and three quarters at best, at best. Um, But, man, he was such a great player, tremendous leader, and when he spoke, everybody listened. But... Uh, I always remember Sam Mills, the man, and that always would ask about your family, always talked about that, how you doing, how you feeling, that sort of thing. And and he was just great about it. And we sitting there doing a two-hour show, and most of the time, I would say probably 95% of the time he did shows with us, the Saints had been beaten bad. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't a win. They were sitting when they lost. Because I think they knew, he knew how to handle it. And I told him it was the greatest compliment they could give him. And so he goes to Carolina, and he plays there, and he retires. 
And, um, you know, all that time I'd never asked him for an autograph. But I uh, I called him. I had his number. I called him. And I said, Sam, oh, man, I, I have a jersey, and I would love for you to sign it for me. And he laughed, and he said, he always called me Doc. He said, Doc, don't worry about it. I got you back. And within a week, he sent me a Saint signed jersey. He signed it to me and sent it to me. Oh, man. How many people would do that? That's so great. Uh. And, and, and so, you know, I had so much respect for him as a person. I, I think it's long overdue. Um, we've talked about this so many times with Bobby J. And even Vaughn Johnson, when Vaughn was alive, uh, you know, they all started in the USFL. <clears throat> and Sam probably was one of the top four impact players in the USFL for what he did in, in you know, for Philadelphia. And Jim wasn't exactly sure how he would adapt to the NFL because, okay, you got this five foot eight and three quarter linebacker and, and 222 pounds. And Jim always believed that you couldn't build a team on exceptions to the rule, but there always are. And that first practice, Sam gets blocked and knocked over on the first play, and Jim's like, oh, goodness. But on the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth play, Sam got off that block and made the tackle. And he was like, bingo. And Jim Morris said it numerous times, not only to me, on our shows, everything else. Sam Mills, the greatest football player he ever coached. Wow. Greatest football player he's ever coached. And he did coach Peyton Manning. <laughs> Just think of that, because he did go to to the coach. And he did coach Peyton Manning. And he's always said it. Sam's the greatest football player I ever coached. But mentally, he took it uh, to another level. He knew how to play the game. But he understood leverage. He understood how to play. He was so cerebral. He was – Luke Keekley got a reputation because Drew would tell us he's calling out our plays before I get to the line of scrimmage. Mm. Just by the way we line up. Sam did the exact same thing with the Saints on defense. Sam was like, Luke, as soon as he saw it, he would call it out. And, and then you got – a quarterback trying to adjust to Sam saying this is what's going to happen. And it was amazing. Uh, and I've heard Vaughn say, you know, man, listen, film study, Sam did so much film study, it was like he was in the huddle with the other team. That, that's how well he knew what that they is, were going to run. That's so cool. And, and he said it's unbelievable. The only guy I can equate that to is Ed Reed. Ed, Ed was like that when he played with the Ravens. Ed and I watched film one day, and he could tell a route by the way the guy put his hands on his legs. You know, sometimes it's off to the side. Sometimes he's got, you know, one hand on top of his thighs. <laughs> you know, and he was like, this is what he's going to run. And he could call a play because he had saw it so many times. And Sam was like that. But, Bo, I'm telling you, one, he's one of the greatest guys to, to be around he would have he'd have been a head coach one day in the NFL, and he had a certain toughness to him, but he he knew how to treat you well, and I think in today's world, of you got to treat everybody a little bit differently, 
he knew how to speak to you differently than someone else and someone else and someone else. Mm. He, he, he understood that, that that was part of life. And that was part of the change that we go through, that not everybody's in the herd of 400 cattle that he knew how to reach you individually. And I think that was his greatest asset. Not only was he a great player, but a great communicator and the ability to make you feel like you were the only person in that room, but he was so comfortable in his own skin. And we've seen people in our business, they act one way with you, get them in a crowd. They don't like the same way with you. Right. Right. It's different. They're acting like they're an actor or an actress playing a part. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's, and, uh, you know, for our listeners, um, this is unbelievable stuff. Mike Dettelier covered Sam Mills with the New Orleans Saints. Sam played from 86 to 94, and then he played another three seasons with the Panthers. As Mike said, only five foot eight and change. He'll be going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. It will be, uh, he passed away in 2005, but it will just be awesome for Houdat Nation and so many people like uh, Mike Dettelier. You're listening to Out of Bounds. Uh, Mike D is on the Yingling Lager guest line. Do we have time for this? We got about four minutes. Okay. Mike, I want to talk about a, a New Orleans resident. We don't talk a lot of baseball with you, but Will Clark uh, from New Orleans <laughs> and uh, was, uh, of course, played at Mississippi State. Uh, he went into the San Francisco Giants Hall of Fame over the weekend. Just a remarkable player. Um, you know, give us some thoughts on when you first heard about Will Clark and and just following his career. Saw so him in high school. Um, this was before LSU became LSU mm-hmm. in baseball in Mississippi State with Ron Pope. Okay, they were the gold standard. Okay, they they were who they were. One of the most natural hitters I've ever seen swing a bat. I mean, um, man, he was, he had great eye-hand coordination. He knew how to pull a ball. He could hit off-speed stuff, change up, fastball. He knew it. Great guy uh, as a baseball player. Now, sometimes his personality was a little bit kind of rough. No doubt. but (laughs) But that was just the way he was. Sure. You had to accept he thought he was the best that walked in the building that had ever grabbed a bat. But that's what made him who he was. So you dealt with that at times. But, man, 
he was an unbelievable baseball player and supremely confident of his skills uh, as a player. And again, to swing a bat, I, you know, I could count on fingers the amount of guys I've seen that could swing a bat like what Will Clark could. I, he no was, doubt. He was unbelievable. And he could, and he would tell you how good he was. Yeah. That was the other part. Uh, you know, because we had him on a few times on the show, and, and I brought that up. Yeah, you were good, but you would always also tell us how good you were. And he's like, yeah, I get it, I get it. <laughs> and, and so, uh, that, that, but that was Will being Will. I mean, so you accepted that, but that was the, also a little bit of the competitiveness in him. Bo, I'm telling you, he was as competitive as anybody. No doubt. Man, he he wanted to pick a fight with you no matter what if you were a pitcher. You know, he wanted that he wanted that battle. And he loved going up against top competition. That was his deal. The tougher the competition, he said, I feel more confident against that guy. Uh, and so, you know, to have his number retired, man, I'm thrilled for him. I got to see him, um, I think, in January, and we spoke for a little while, and, and he sort of knew what was going to happen and everything. And uh, mm. he was very humbled by it. He, he really was. And and when he talked about that organization, and he said, think about it, Mike, two guys from New Orleans, him and Mel Ott, who was an old-timer in this game, and we both got our numbers r- retired. And, and so he – he thought back at Mel, and there's a number of different baseball fields here in Louisiana named after Mel Ott. And so he was one great player. Again, he was a little bit rough around the edges with you, but <laughs> I can accept that. Hey, uh, I don't have an issue with it. He was consistent with it. I will say that. And he produced, <laughs> right? I and mean, he produced. When, he produced. when you have that kind of edge and bite that Will Clark had, um, and you're an All-American at, at the uh, college level and an All-Star at the MLB level, you can you can get away with that. Wonderful stories from Mike Dettelier, uh on the late Sam Mills, who will be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. And Will Clark, Will the Thrill, has number 22 retired by the San Francisco uh, Giants. Mike D., thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much, bro. Appreciate it. Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, brought to you by SoundComAV.com. You know, sound and communications, they work with businesses, schools, government agencies, and arenas to install small to massive sound and visual technology systems throughout the Southeast. SoundComAV.com. Pete Lavin. General Manager of the Brave, Mississippi Braves, 9-15. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.